0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You, the podcast, the podcast for the single black mother, where each week I will discuss situations and experiences that single black mothers can relate to, or I will bring you topics that I feel like all single black mothers should be aware of. I'm your host, Latasha Ingram. Let's get into it. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started on this episode right now. And I hope y'all enjoy it. Um, Give y'all an A and B selection. I'm just playing. All right, so one thing I want to tell y'all is I am lactose intolerant. And the reason I'm telling y'all that is because I'm hard-headed. I know that my body cannot handle cow's milk. And what I stay away from, like stay away from altogether as far as drinking it straight and using it in my cereal is cow's milk. So I don't drink whole milk, skim milk, 1%, any of that stuff right there. I don't do any of that, whether it's cereal, it doesn't matter what it is. I don't deal with it. I don't even buy it. I don't even buy the lactose-free because I tried that and my stomach was still cramping. But anyway... I have, been feel, I have been feeling very sluggish today because I made some gnocchi soup. The chicken gnocchi soup, if you've ever been to Olive Garden, they have this white creamy soup with potato dumplings and chicken and carrots and spinach. It's very, very delicious. I tried it at Olive Garden a few times and then I got the recipe and I never went back to Olive Garden. Like, that was the best thing on the menu if you ask me. So I went and made some gnocchi soup today and it calls for heavy whipping not heavy whipping cream. It costs for a half and half, right? Which is pretty much milk. And whenever I eat cereal, I use almond milk. So I was just feeling sluggish today. Plus it rained, which means I just wanted to stay at home and stay in the bed or at least stay in the house. I did not want to go out in the rain, but I had to go to work. So I'm telling y'all that to let you know that I am hard-headed. Now I can do stuff like buttermilk if this and biscuits. And I can also do... um cream cheese i can do shredded cheese i can do all that stuff but when it's just straight cow's milk like i can't even use cow's milk and macaroni and cheese that's just how bad it is right i just want to tell y'all that but anyway my topic today is gonna to be i know it's gonna reach out to somebody i know somebody gonna be like dang i never thought of it like that that's why i'm bringing it to y'all so let me just start off by saying I don't like being misunderstood. And for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, yes, I'm going to read my notes. I I had to write this out to make sure I said at least this much at the beginning of the episode. So I don't like to be misunderstood, especially after I feel like I did a very thorough job of explaining myself. So if y'all have ever heard me tell a story, even when I'm in my podcast, I give a lot of details because I don't want anything to to be misunderstood. But not only that, I feel like if I give enough details, then the questions that you ask will be specific or maybe you wouldn't ask any questions at all because it would make sense. But my stories don't always make sense to everybody, right? So whenever I do tell a story or whenever I do talk to people, I get very passionate when I think I'm right. Are y'all like that? Whenever y'all tell a story or you try and tell somebody some information, you feel like you're right. But I'm very passionate about like, girl, let me tell you. I was telling somebody just a few weeks ago about the difference between principle and interest. If you don't know, you can look it up or I can try to tell you another episode. It's going to be a short episode though. But um, whenever I think I'm right, I'm passionate whenever I tell people about it, but I'm a little on the sensitive side when someone thinks that I'm wrong. Because I want you to explain to me why you think I'm wrong just to give me an idea of what I should have did or where my information my information was mistaken. It's okay. Now, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Whatever I say, you don't like to be told that you're wrong. Or you don't like the things to be pointed out about you all the time. That's just me. Now, now this doesn't happen to me a lot neither. But let's move along so we can see why. So I don't accept feedback about myself from just anybody, right? So one person can tell me something about myself and I'll be like, no, that's not true. And then somebody else can tell me and i am like, oh, okay, well, you know me a little better. So what you're saying might be true. But sometimes we are so sure of ourselves that it doesn't matter who tells us about ourselves. We have to hear it a whole lot of times. It depends on how many times that we hear it, that we receive it, right? So if the same person comes to you with the same issue more than once, Or if multiple people come to you with the same issue and you ignore those people or that person, if you get an attitude whenever they try to talk to you and tell you something, if you cut them off when they are talking or get worse at whatever it is they're complaining about or bringing to your attention, because it's not always a complaint, you know, and me personally, I want to be approachable. I want people to be able to come to me and say, Tasha, this thing that you're doing is bothering me. Or Tasha, you could improve on doing this. Or don't be so snappy when people talk to you. Or um, you should be more consistent with what you're doing. Whatever it is they want to say to me. Tasha, your hair, you need to moisturize or whatever it is they want to say to me. Um, But whenever you don't listen to them and you ignore them and you get an attitude and you, you know, shove them off or whatever, guess what's going to happen? They're going to stop talking to you about you. That doesn't mean they're going to stop bringing it up, though, because if they can't talk to you, they will surely talk about you. Let me say that again. If people cannot talk to you, they will definitely talk about you. I can't say that I'm always open to criticism, but I do want people to feel like they can talk to me. I want to be an approachable person. Okay. Okay. I don't want people to be like, dang, you can't talk to Tasha, which I have had that happen where people say you can't talk to Tasha. She's too sensitive. Now, that is just a defense mechanism for me trying not to get my feelings hurt or for me trying not to feel like I've been played when somebody is talking to me or somebody trying to make a fool of me. Sometimes I do jump to conclusions like you trying to play me for a fool right now. That's not even something I'm trying to work on. But I do know how to listen and try to get a feel for what you're saying to me. And it doesn't always have to be with me. Now, this is me personally, you might be different. I can receive something from somebody who knows me, somebody who thinks they know me and somebody who I've never met before, right? Okay, so let's think about this for a moment. What are some issues or concerns that people might come to you about that's dealing with just you? Like I said earlier, they might say that you got a smart mouth. They might say that you're always late. Whenever you're supposed to be showing up for an appointment, they might say that you have a body odor and you might. Now, there are some people who, okay, with perfumes and stuff, something about your pheromones can make the perfume smell different on you than it does on somebody else. Or maybe you just didn't bathe, whatever the case may be. Some people might complain about your nails being dirty. If you like to cook a lot, people might complain about you driving too fast. People might complain about how you talk to your children. People might talk about how you talk to management. People might talk about how you run your business. People might talk about how you dress. People might talk about how you, how your facial expressions are, or they might talk about how much you talk about other people, right? And if somebody comes to you and says, hey, look, this is a problem that I have with you. Because if you think back, excuse me gee whiz if you think back to times when people have been talking about you to somebody else just just give it a moment have you ever had somebody say something about you to somebody else that you think ruined your reputation but in actuality you you really did it because i see people on Facebook said, if you got something to say about me, say it to my face. The only problem with that is they already tried to say it to your face. They even tried to say it to you in private. They even tried to DM you and text you. And when they saw you in the streets, they pulled you to the side. And you did not listen to them. You kept doing what you were doing, making yourself look stupid, making yourself look bad. And that has happened to me before. Where I'm just out here running my mouth, running my mouth, running my mouth. And I had a friend one time tell me, You are one of the most negative people I have ever met. Now, I have had people say, girl, that's crazy. You crazy. You shouldn't have said that. But no one has ever told me that I was a negative person, especially the most negative person they have ever spoken to. That hit me hard. And this just happened to be a friend of mine. Like, we were fresh friends. Like, we had just started (laughs) getting to know each other. And she told me that early on. And I changed it. So I'm not that negative person that I was back in what, like 2017, 2017 ish. That's when it was by 2017. Whenever she told me that, right? But if she had told me that I was a negative person and she's my friend and I did not listen to her and I go out here and keep being the same person that I am, guess what? People are going to start talking about me and she might have started talking about me too, but it's my fault because I did not listen. Hey, right quick, it's your girl, Latasha Ingram, host of the podcast, Girlfriend, Let Me Tell You, but I'm also a life coach for single black mothers. So if you haven't already subscribed to my email list, just go to my website, coachedbytasha.com. You'll see where it says subscribe here to be on my email list. You will even get a free download of how to plan your best day ever, right? Seems like it's going to be hard. Seems like it's something that that is impossible, but it's not. It's not at all. Just go to my website, coachbytasha.com. Subscribe to my email list. Get your free download and get ready to have a great email at least once a week. Thank you so very much. Now back to the episode. See, we don't always have haters. We don't always have people who are trying to take our position. We don't always have people who want to be us. We don't always have people who want to have what we have. Sometimes people are looking at us saying, look, I I see something greater in you. You have potential to be a different person. You are missing out on opportunities because you don't know how to talk to people. You are missing out on opportunities because you're always late. You know, whenever you go to a job and you're supposed to be there at eight o'clock in the morning, and you get there at 8.12. And I'm going to choose 8.12 instead of 8.05 because now there are some jobs that give you like a four or nine minute grace period. So even though you're supposed to be on the clock at eight o'clock and ready to work, you can be on the clock at 8.09 ready to work or 8.04 whatever the leeway is. But let's just say they know that life happens. They know that things happen to us and they give us a few extra minutes and you're still late to work every single day. You come back from your breaks late. You come back from your from your lunches break, your lunch is late, excuse me, you show up to work late, you clock in, you're not ready to work, and then you have the audacity to go and apply for a management position. You have the audacity to go and put your name on an application saying, I want to get promoted to this. Or you're wondering why you don't get any bonuses that they offer at work. But your manager has told you, hey girl, look, <laughs> you gotta you got, you got tighten up. Now nah, I can't do with so many excuses. I can't do with so many time changes on your on your on your time clock. You know what I'm saying? I need you I need you to tighten up and you don't do it. Then your co-workers, maybe you come to work, girl. What are you doing? Showing up late. You know you can't be coming in here like that. What you doing? Laughing. It's a game to you. Then you get fired. But Here's the thing: you might not get the promotion at work, the job that you're at right now. But let's say you go get a, you go apply for another job, and they're asking your references. Well, is she a hard worker? Yeah, she's a very hard worker. She'll do anything you ask her to do. Really? Yes. So, does she work well with the others? Yep, she absolutely does. She works very well with the others. She gets all her projects done. Um, she asks a whole lot of questions. She's She's a productive person. Okay. And what about her attendance? Well, when she get there, she'll do the job. You just got to get her there. News travels. People start talking about you. If you are a hairstylist and your client tells you I'm tenderheaded and you're still pulling on their hair, twisting it hard, braiding it tight combing it hard brushing it trying to pull it up into a ponytail whatever it is you're doing and your client tells you hey that hurts can you just be a little softer on my head and you tell them you're not tender headed there's no such thing as tender headed nobody has ever said anything about me doing their hair this way and you keep doing that then guess what the hair might look good might be a superb job at the end but whenever somebody asks her Who did your hair? Uh, Just this this woman. Ain't nobody you want to go to. Wow, your hair looks good. Yeah, but she pulls on your head. If you're tender-headed, she's not going to listen to you. She's not going to do what you ask her to do. I wouldn't go to her. I know somebody else who, they don't style as good, but they give a good shampoo, and they're gentle on your head. And people take that into consideration. If you're one of those people... Who always have an attitude? You always spazzing out on people. You always cussing people out. You always yelling. You always wanting to fight. And you always want to start some trouble with somebody. You always starting drama. You're bullying other adults. Guess what? Whenever uh, your child wants somebody to come over and play with them, the parents are looking like, uh, uh, what? You're not going over there? And because the mother acts like that, I don't want that child in my house neither. News travels fast. When people can't talk to you, they will talk about you. They will definitely talk about you. To who? Anybody that'll listen. Because they try to get through to you. So think about it. Whenever you ask somebody or you tell somebody, if you got something to say about me, say it to my face. Ask yourself, did they already try to say it to me? Was I listening? Dang, I probably wasn't listening. Or you scare people off and they don't want to approach you. And I know we don't want people to watch us go down the wrong path. But when you are unapproachable, when you don't listen, you want to do things your way because you can't be told what to do. When people can't talk to you, they're going to talk about you. And it's not always ill intent. See, they try to save you and your reputation and your personality by coming to you first. And then they try to save the next person from interacting with you, from doing business with you, from hanging with you, from being your friend, from sharing secrets with you. From They keep opportunities from you because of who you are. They don't want to be a part of what you have going on. That's why if you ever ask somebody, hey, will you be a reference? They're like, girl, I, you know we ain't spoken a long time. I, I, I mean, no, nah, you don't know, be answering my phone like that. There's a reason behind it. Now, you might not find out what their reason is because at this point, they don't want to talk to you whether it's good or bad. They don't even want to have conversations with you. They are upset that you still have their phone number. They've already deleted you off of their social media. When people can't talk to you, they'll talk about you. Now, that's my podcast for today. Just just reflect on what you're doing right now. Has anyone said anything to you recently that made you have to rethink what you're doing or how you're carrying yourself has anyone said anything if they have just just ask yourself is there something i can do about it not because of who said it not because of how many people said it just take it into consideration it's a lot of bad managers out here at these jobs wondering why people are quitting in the middle of a pandemic wondering why people don't have jobs they don't have side hustles or nothing but still they won't come to work management should make you want to come to work right your best friend should make you want to spend friday and saturday night with them soon as we get off work we're going to hang together we're going out of town they should make you want to hang with them or at least hang with them and their friends people you haven't met but again if they can't talk to you they're going to talk about you I was gonna invite um my homegirl, but um, mm, y'all might not get along with her. Because she's a little too wild. Yeah, y'all know how y'all know how we get, you know, we're real classy. She's not as classy, and I, I just don't want that to reflect on me. Let me tell you about this one time we went out and she was wilding. When they can't talk to you, they'll talk about you. Now you might be one of those people who's like, I don't care about that. In this podcast episode, is isn't for you. It's not for you. But just remember, when someone has the courage, because that's what it takes to tell someone how you feel about them, not knowing what their reaction is going to be, not knowing if it's going to be negative, not knowing if it's going to benefit them, if it's going to impact them, or if it's going to hurt y'all's relationship. It takes a lot of courage. Some people you just can't talk to. If someone comes to you with whatever concern they have, I'm suggesting that you at least listen. Don't. I just heard a gunshot outside, y'all. And it is 1230 at night. I don't know what that's about. I had to wait for my heart rate, my heartbeat to get back on track. I don't know what's going on, but y'all, I, I, they done, they done made me miss my, uh, mess up my whole, um, shoot. Where was I? If somebody, let, let, let me, let me start where I think I was, because I was on a roll. If somebody comes to you and tells you they have a concern about you, and this is probably what I already said, but I'm going to say it again because it's very important. Listen to them without cutting them off. Let them finish saying what they have to say. Work on listening. Work on listening to understand, not listening to respond. Okay? Work on that. Let them say what they have to say. Let them get all their details out. If you have any questions afterwards, go ahead, but don't hit them with no rebuttal like, but y'all know who I am. But y'all know this is what I do but y'all can't tell me don't do any of that okay don't do that so from here from this point moving forward remember if they can't talk to you they will talk about you and it's all right if you have to tweak it tweak yourself a little bit because girlfriend you've got this girlfriend let me tell you girlfriend let me tell you girlfriend let me tell you oh my goodness girlfriend